Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, aka Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Justin Dorsey. He has a background in corporate HR as well as in consulting, and he has a passion for people. I have Stuart Wiggins. He's with Induna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. And I have George Roach. He is the Director of Communications for Delaware Live and a communication consultant with clients across the country. The question I have today, can emotional intelligence be cultivated as an adult? Stuart, kick us off. There's, there's lots of literature on this, more literature than anybody can even imagine on the subject. But the, the real fundamental uh, question is, why are there so many bad leaders out there or bad managers? And if you consider the fact that emotional intelligence is a component of that, then why is that? I mean, because I'm sure in this group, we've all been numerous, a plethora of leadership development types of courses, even courses maybe even talk about emotional intelligence. So my thinking is either people aren't get, we're not touching the right buttons in the training. We reach an age chronologically where we're not interested in learning anymore because we feel as though we've tapped out and we can't get anything else, or we just don't care. I'll speak for myself and I've seen, I've seen more bad leaders and more mad, bad managers than I have seen people that I could say are really great. In fact, in my mind, I can only think of maybe one or two people that I've even worked for that I would say are really great leaders. And to me, the one thing that was missing from them was emotional intelligence. And I'll just give a shout out to women. The leaders that have been the best have been women because they seem to have been able to get their arms wrapped around the emotional intelligence aspect. I don't think we're thinking about emotional intelligence the same way as we should be. I think we're thinking about it wrong. To me, emotional intelligence is just a powerful skill as math is. And some people are really good at math all people can be taught to be better at math, but some people are really good at it. And emotional intelligence should be considered the same way. Some people are born with that ability to empathically understand and rationalize the emotional need in a group of people. Some people have to learn it. And I think we can teach a lot of people more about emotional intelligence, but not expect it to be something everybody grasps right away. Therefore, some people aren't really good or cast we're ideal to be leaders unless they really are committed to it. And Stuart, what I think you're seeing is a whole group of people who assume they're leaders, could be assume they're good engineers, but can't do math very well, and their bridge falls down. Mm. And what we really ought to be looking about is picking out those people who are the best at emotional intelligence and requiring that of our leaders. And then turn around and help everybody else with the math, with the uh emotional intelligence skills they need to be better. We can teach it. We should respect it as a gift. Justin? I agree with, with both points that have been made so far. And, and there's a cynic inside my brain that says, most like if you don't get it, you don't get it. And I've seen that at times where we've tried to provide training from an HR standpoint on emotional intelligence. And half the room's asleep and half the room thinks that they're talking about someone else and nobody thinks it's ever them. And a lot of research has shown that 
people who were, were bullied as kids sometimes get into positions of leadership because it gives them a feeling of power, but really they continue the bullying. It's just a little bit of a different angle to it. And so I think that there are aspects of it that can be taught, but for the most part, to Stuart's point about bad managers, yes, we hear about bad managers all the time. You know that one of the reasons we don't hear about good managers as much is because they don't have many job openings. People stay with them, they stick with them. And so I do think it's difficult to teach, but I think you've got to have to start at like a very basic level, creating situational awareness, helping people to maybe listen more than they talk, and then ultimately continuing to provide resources along the way to help them develop. They're never going to go from a two to a 10, but they might go from a two to a three to a four. I, I, and I agree with that idea. And I, I, I like what George said about some people are just naturally really good at emotional intelligence. And I think just like sports, if you're naturally really good at something, you can't really teach it because you don't know what you're mm -hmm. doing. It just works for you. And I do feel like people who have to learn emotional intelligence, you can teach them the behaviors. Like if you do these things, that equates to being emotionally intelligent, but they have to want to do the behaviors. And I think mm -hmm. that's where there's a breakdown is that I can teach you how to pitch, but if you don't want to pitch, it doesn't matter. Well, I think George made a good point though when he talked, used the analogy of an engineer. That's something, and you and I've talked about this, Robin. Typically in corporate America, we promote people based on how well they did on their last job. Mm -hmm. So if you were really a good engineer or if you were really a good box mover, then we say this person's ready to move on to the next level. But what have we done to prepare that person to be successful? I think that at that point where they're really good at moving the boxes or they're really a good engineer, that's when they're probably most willing to learn about how to be successful at the next level. So if you start training them early on, then they may be more willing to move from that two to the four or the two to the five on the scale to emotional intelligence. Well, brain balance and some groups of people who study academic capabilities would suggest that engineers, left-brain people, have a tendency to be strong in engineering and uh, logical flow and, and detailed presence. And some people have a different uh, ability to understand and empathy and those skills, uh, to reflect a group's opinion, to see a big picture. And if you expect an engineer to naturally progress up, it's hard to teach you know, that. You couldn't teach the writer all the math needed to be an engineer. And it's hard to teach some engineers all the empathy it needs to be a leader. We, we think that it, it goes together. And the best of the leaders have a gift. And you can show other people with by rules how it is to follow the certain empathetic ways to do things. If you get a gift, you have to give them other person a gift, right? If you, say, if you get a gift, you're supposed to say thank you. Those are ways we teach people. We can teach a lot of people better empathy skills. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, as a as a dad of two young kids, uh, one boy, one girl, I see it play out consistently because I have one that's naturally more empathetic and observant. And the other one has no idea that he just made his sister break down into tears. <laughs> so even as a parent, we see there's a natural ability at times. Um, and then there's also that teachable moment that you get when you're like, hey, buddy, you see how upset she is? Think about what happened there. It's not easy for folks to kind of figure out like, where did that happen? What went wrong? How could I have reacted? And not just keep repeating the same pattern over and over again. Mm -hmm. 
I think the idea that you can only be promoted by going into leadership is also a problem. Mm -hmm. So I have a brother who's an engineer and he's a brilliant engineer. He is so good. Like he's the guy you call when everybody else has said this isn't fixable. That's how good of an engineer he is. And many, many years ago, they wanted to move him into leadership and he did it for about six months. And he went back to the powers that be and said, that is not for me. I am not good at that. I don't want to do it. It doesn't make me happy. What are our other options? And fortunately, he worked in a company where they were able to come up with other options for him. But I don't think all engineers, and we're using that term really broadly, are that self-aware to be able to say, I don't want this promotion because I'm not good at that. Well, I, I, I've worked for an engineer before, and I'm not an engineer, and it was very challenging. And I'm not going to pigeonhole him by saying he was a bad leader or a good leader. It's just that his way of communicating and his way of looking at things was through the eyes of an engineer. But when you have a team of people who aren't engineers, then maybe it was a bad place. And I like what you said, Robin, because I think that if there could be different tracks to success that would make somebody happy, I'm not sure this guy was perfectly happy in a leadership role, but he was an engineer leading a bunch of non-engineers. Those are the types of things that I submit that companies should look at in terms of trying to maximize the capabilities of the people that are part of the workforce. I think what we're saying overall, just to go back to answer the question, can emotional intelligence be cultivated as an adult? Absolutely, you can cultivate the skills and the behaviors that look like emotional intelligence, but you have to have a desire to do that. And you may never be as good at it as somebody else who's just naturally really good at it, but just saying, I can't do that and not doing it isn't really the best answer either. So that is our 10 minutes. I'm gonna cut this conversation off there. Thank you so much for having it with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.